Hi friends, my name's Caitlin. My name's Kara. And this is our podcast, Shout Out to the Old Me. Let's go. Welcome to episode three, May the Boy Band Be With You. The power of the boy bands. One of the many things that we have a shared love and appreciation for um, that's become evident in our 10 years of friendship, Caitlin, it is Mm -hmm. boy bands. Would you agree? I would say the (laughs) uniting front. (laughs) It's a united front of our love of boy bands, I would say, definitely. We love boy bands together but also there were a few boy bands that were that came before our friendship that we're going to talk about today as well so talking about boy bands is sometimes a little bit controversial because what people define as a boy band can differ from person to person yes. yeah and I, I think we are very agreed on yes what makes a boy band i've very often have had a conversation at house parties i'm really fun at parties guys Um, where I have uh, faithfully defended the fact that Five Sauce and the Jonas Brothers and McFly and so many other bands are not Mm. boy bands. There's certain qualities about boy bands. We've written a couple things down. Yeah. So a four-part harmony or more, you know, you can have five members. A lot of these bands go from, you know, four to five to six at times. So it's... Being a vocal group essentially is what it is. Yeah, I do love a harmony, so... Yeah, well, and harmonies are a massive part of being a boy band. Yeah. Because if you are a male vocal group, that has to be the focus. You can't have someone on drums. Well, I mean, you can't have you can. a harmony <laughs> from a drummer. <laughs> you know, let's not... That's a whole other conversation. But I think yeah. basically what we're, what we're talking about is... There's, there's not a whole lot of instrument playing that is at the forefront of being in no. a boy band. But the emphasis is going to be on the vocals... And potentially, depending on what era we're talking about, there's also going to be an emphasis on choreography and some dance moves. Very important. Some coordinated outfits. And the personalities or, yeah, personas of each member that are marketable is another another big part because you need to have, you know, the mysterious one and the thoughtful one and the blonde one um, (laughs) and all of the other various personalities that exist in boy bands. Yeah. So today we're going to, we're going to take you guys through some of our favorite boy bands. I think we've each, each picked a top three. Um, Yeah, we've done, we've done a top three, our top three bands and then songs that we associate with those bands. Yeah. And of course, we've got some honourable mentions. Yeah, we can't we can't make short lists. That's not what we no, do. No, that's it. Any kind of ranking system has gone out the window. At yes, times. definitely. But no, we're gonna we're gonna do a top three, and you know, again, there's gonna be ones that we've missed that we love, but gotta you gotta shout out to the the best of the best in our eyes. Okay, so top three, Caitlin. What have you got for me? Oh, I'm going first. Yes. Exciting. So <laughs> the first band that I've picked, and I've actually ranked my top three. This would be my one, two, and three oh. if I had to pick. I, I know. Think, I don't think uh, I... This is accidental. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, so my first band that I've picked is NSYNC. The song that I've picked that I associate the most with NSYNC, or that is my favourite song, is mm-hmm. No Strings Attached. So that song is the title track of the album No Strings Attached, which came out in 2000. Yeah. And I think most people know NSYNC, but they're American, <laughs> just in case. Just in case you uh, have. Just in case we're not aware. Not, 
Yeah. Maybe we've got some young, younger listeners who, you know, yeah. were born post-1990 or, yeah, exactly. you know, post-2000s. Yeah, and this is a band that was around from um, 95 to 2002. So a little bit of a... A little bit of a stretch, but they only did three albums. The three that they did, though, were epic. So they did a <laughs> like a self-titled album, which was just called NSYNC, that had, like, Tearing Up My Heart. Mm-hmm. And then they did No Strings Attached, which had Bye 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 and oh. It's Gonna Be May. What a song. What, a, what So many bangers. And that album is my favourite album from them. It's just every single song is good. Yeah. Even the ballads. <laughs> which is controversial for me. Yeah, big coming from you because you, you are not a fan yeah. of the ballad, which is potentially, you know, controversial because boy bands do a lot yeah. of great ballads, I have to say. Yeah, they do. And it's it's a part of the boy band uh, makeup that I, mm-hmm. d- I don't subscribe to <laughs> very much, very often. But I do. I, lo- I love a boy band ballad. Yeah. You know, I don't mind one. Um, and then the third album they did was called Celebrity, which had um, pop and the game is over. And so after that, they disbanded, um, which I said was in 2002. But the reason I pick NSYNC as my favourite boy band was that their live performances, I never got to see them live, which is devastating but yeah watching them perform live and i think no strings attached on certain tours was their Mm. opening song yeah and they had it was the whole puppet era you know the strings yes which was just epic you know the visuals of that whole album was really exciting as well for people because comparing them to backstreet boys there's the whole thing of you know nsync were created to sort of compete against yeah backstreet boys um which i'm going to talk about in a little bit too because Mm. Well, that's the other the other thing with the boy band formula is the creation of boy bands. Yeah. Like, you know, and this, I think, will be a theme throughout a lot of the ones we talk about. But, yeah, like, actually, you know, mm. strategically groups of singers being put together or auditioned or, you know, crafted yeah. to be, you know, the ultimate marketable boy band. It's really interesting. Well, especially when you have the five, like, the five members of NSYNC, are all very different. You know, you've got JC, Justin Timberlake, as we all know, Justin, um, <laughs> Lance, Chris, and Joey. And all of them took on very different personas, like we were saying. There's yeah. always this marketability of every member and mm. having their place in the band. Yeah. And that kind of takes me to a little bit of what I've noted down being the costumes that they wore <laughs> and it being a very peak late 90s, early 2000s, yeah. you know, denim dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris would always have like a steampunk vibe. Yep. Um, the iconic frosted tips. I was about to know. say, all I'm picturing yeah. is blonde tips. And it's funny yeah, when the you... the noodle hair. <laughs> the noodle hair, the, the crispy ramen noodle hair. But that was really important yeah. to market them, you know, as this... They, they're like the new Backstreet Boys, I guess. And they're a lot more like, we're edgy, you know. Yeah. Their costumes were outrageous. Mm. The stuff that they wore was cr- like insane, really, when you think back... And it was it was almost like a, a mockery, like a parody to the 90s fashion. Yeah. You know, like it was very much like we're gonna pull this and this pattern and this fabric, and we're just gonna chuck it all on you. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it was intense. I think that's why I liked NSYNC so much because I I found them a lot later. I went through a boy band phase when I was like maybe 12, mm-hmm. 11, 12, where I wanted to listen to every single boy band that ever existed. And that's when I had my defining moment with NSYNC and realizing that yeah. These guys were just so different to, you know, Backstreet Boys, which was all I really knew up until that point. Yeah, I agree. Backstreet Boys were definitely more prominent um, in my life. But I did know little tidbits yeah. of NSYNC. Bye 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 was obviously 
a huge. huge track. And then nowadays, every, you know, April 30th, a meme comes back into our lives. It always comes back. Yeah. <laughs> I think and also we're going to talk about our favourite member because that's a big part of it too. The, yes. The chemistry between the groups. And because I wasn't, it wasn't like a fanatic time that I went through with NSYNC. It was a lot later than the... The height of the popularity. The height of the popularity, yeah. But my me- favourite member was always JC. I think a lot of people associate NSYNC with Justin. Mm-hmm. And oh, I loved all of them. I think they're all really great and they contribute a lot to the band, whether that's, you know dancing or choreography sound like someone who's trying to avoid like naming their favorite child like a parent or a teacher being like oh I love all my students they all try so hard (laughs) yeah it's easy to pick a favorite for some of them and then really hard actually all of these are really hard to pick a favorite every single one I've hedged Mm. Um, but the reason JC was my favourite was because he sang my favourite parts of the songs. So uh, yes. Justin and JC did basically all of the verses. Yeah. So yeah, because they <laughs> shared that, it was like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to go with JC. Yeah. And plus that. he was cuter <laughs> as well, a little bit. Take that, Justin. So, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Justin. But um, at the time, but then, you know, Justin went off and did his solo career and we, we love JT. Yes, Very iconic. there's a whole other episode, I think, that we could talk about boy band solo careers yeah, in. Yeah, true. But the last time we saw NSYNC together, I mean, perform together, really, was in 2013 when they um, did the MTV <laughs> Video Awards, I think. When they did 30 seconds of yeah, <laughs> they f- Yeah, well, it was Justin's Lifetime Achievement. Yeah, it was great, though. It was. And then they, more recently, I think 2018, they... Um, got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, so that's fun. They all came back and, and did that, and I cried both times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also I want to mention as well that on YouTube Red... Oh, it's not on YouTube Red anymore, but it was a YouTube Red production. Uh, Lance did a documentary which was called The Boy Band Con. Ah, yes. Um, which was about the Lou Pearlman story, mm. um, their managers and... Their puppet master, so to yes. say, um, which had interviews with JC and Chris from NSYNC, but it also had AJ from Backstreet Boys yeah. and Ashley Parker Angel from O Town talking about it. They were all, yeah, managed by the same or part of the yeah. same thing, right? Yeah, and all had very different stories about you know, about Lou and about that whole time and mm. creating the band and would definitely recommend watching that. It was really interesting. If you have any interest in boy bands, <laughs> 10 out of 10 recommend. Okay. Thank you for the rec. No worries. Um, no, I love that. I think when I think of, yeah, iconic uh, boy bands and, you know, that era of the late 90s, early 2000s, NSYNC is up there for sure. All right. Shall I do my first one of my top three? I think my yeah. mine are probably ranked in order as well, um, but it yeah. was actually kind of I mean I love boy bands in general but there's really only one boy band that I love love seriously with all of my heart (laughs) deeply deeply like there's just you know until the day I die I will have (laughs) fond (laughs) fond memories in my well I hope you know touch wood of One Direction to anyone listening to this who knows me like this would not come as a surprise that One Direction are the top of my list obviously you know a more modern um era boy band but they did celebrate their 10th anniversary this year so they formed oh you know, my god <laughs> in 2010 when we were still in high school the year that we met caitlin was mm-hmm. um the year that one direction formed i think there's a nice kind of you know symbolism Unreal. symbolism there um yeah. 
formed on the X Factor. Again, talking about, you know, auditioning people and putting together boy bands. They all auditioned as five solo artists and then were put together as a group and then went on to become what I would say is probably the most successful boy band of the modern era. Um, which is kind of incredible to think as well, talking about how many albums, you know, bands made in a short period of time. Like One Direction were actively a band because, you know, they've been on hiatus for a long time now. So they're actively a band for, what, five, six years and in that time put out, you know, what, five albums? (laughs) Um, Obviously, there's a whole other conversation about how relentless that was in terms of their, you know, touring and recording schedule and comparing it to other other artists. But Yeah, but if they formed in 2010 on The X Factor then it wouldn't have been until later that year anyway that yeah. they would have been releasing music as their own band. Correct. So it was a quick turnaround really yeah. for all of those albums. The uh, the Simon Cowell machine was well and truly yeah. uh, running running oh wild with that one. Um, the favourite song that I've chosen um, for Ooh, yes. One Direction is Act My Age. Oh, you know what? I, I actually forgot what you'd picked. And again, I'm just as excited about it. Good, so I'm glad. I love Act My Age. It's I love that too. A combination of like an incredible like Irish jig, <laughs> which yeah. is great. Um, and then also yeah. like a stadium rock um, moment. The harmonies in it are incredible. Mm. Um, I don't know. It just it brings me a lot of joy. I think I think the thing about One Direction as well as they move sort of through their I guess evolution as a boy band they definitely had more of a rock kind of pop punk edge to them in certain songs. Um, so I think that was definitely part of the appeal and kind of aligned itself with the other, like I, as a teen, listened to McFly a lot and there's a lot of yeah. similarities and, you know, song, shared songwriting credits between One Direction oh, yeah, and McFly. Um, so that kind of makes a lot of sense. But also we have seen One Direction live twice. We did. We did. We saw them into, oh, so backtrack a little bit. Fun story about, I think, you know, your Uh appreciation Uh Uh of One Direction. (laughs) So I first discovered One Direction when I was scrolling through the iTunes store towards the end of 2011. And you know how there would be some songs that were $2.10 and some some songs that were $1.69 or whatever? Yeah. Um, And I only had like limited (laughs) iTunes credit. So I was looking for a song that was $1.69 in the charts and yeah. um, What Makes You Beautiful by One Direction was one of those songs. So I just clicked on it, bought it, um, and then became instantly obsessed. Yeah. Um, watched all of the X Factor videos, all this kind of stuff. And then um, coming up to my 18th birthday, which was January of 2012, just before, you know, we moved away to university, Caitlin being um, the excellent best friend that she is, <laughs> said that, oh, I think... You must have asked me for a gift idea, and I said I would love a CD copy of the One Direction album. Yeah, and it didn't but surprise me because you're very vocal. About I was your life, very vocal so about it. I was my... like, yes, perfect. <laughs> gift done. But obviously, yep. um, boy bands in your life at that time were perhaps yeah. not as much part of your public persona. They'd taken um, a back seat. They'd taken a back seat. We were more kind of in 
Oh, how do how do I want to describe this? I think. Oh, careful! <laughs> is this going to be offensive? <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying you definitely no. were obviously like you know at kind of I, I want to say face value, but that's not what I mean. But like your kind of you know your well known <laughs> music taste amongst our group of friends and between us was obviously a lot more you know like pop punk in terms of going to Soundwave, listening to you know. I was an emo. Let's just <laughs> say it. I was trying. I was trying so hard to navigate that without being like she was an emo who had a side fringe and dyed black hair and wore eyeliner. Snobby emo. (laughs) So to acquire this album for my Mm -hmm. 18th birthday, I do believe you sent your mother up to the counter to purchase it because you couldn't deal with the shame of buying a One Direction. I hid in the aisles. Like I cannot be seen. So, <laughs> yeah, I was very much like and terrible also, for think, your image. Well, the reason too was because I knew I had to keep a distance yeah. from them in a way because I I I think I have a genetic predisposition that is very susceptible to boy bands. Yeah. So you know, I knew that if I let it in, it would take over, and um, I had to stay away. As long as I could. It's a it's a shameful moment. <laughs> it's funny, though. Of sending my mum to do that, but, you know. I'm grateful to her because, you know, I really appreciated that gift. I'm pretty sure I also received, like, for that same birthday, a birthday card from a friend that <laughs> when I opened it, just pictures of Harry Styles fell out. Um, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> because Harry was my favourite member obviously yeah um so yeah one direction we've seen we saw them in 2013 um yeah. in melbourne at an arena which was great for you know with yeah. all five members and then we oh, also yeah. again talking about milestone birthdays i'm realizing there's a pattern here for my 21st birthday <laughs> oh, yeah. in 2000 and my 18th and my 21st both uh symbolized with one direction my incredible group of uh, close friends from college uh, all put in to get us or get me two tickets to see One Direction play a stadium show. There were still five members in the band at this point. It was actually like a couple of weeks before Zayn left. And I turned to you and I said, if Zayn wasn't in this band, I don't know how it would work. Like, because his parts were always the best. Yeah, parts. his you know, vocals he took on were a lot incredible. As a vocalist. Yeah. And then not long after, that was the end. I know. It's of Zane. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, it was the end of, you know, the original lineup of yeah. One Direction. But obviously they really went, they sad. continued on for a couple of years and released yeah. another album and now have solo careers and that kind of thing. But it was yeah. also one of my first experiences of being involved in an online fandom. Um, you know, oh, through really? things like Tumblr and Twitter and that kind of thing and interacting with other people um, kind of through shared interest stuff. So I think yeah. One Direction oh, was, was a huge part of that. Yeah, I don't know. Just, I just love them. They're just the best. Yeah. And I, like, it's such, like, a well-known part of my personality now. Like, I had someone message <laughs> me the other day because they were doing, like, a song competition thing and they were like, what's One Direction's oh. best song? And I was like, here's my pre-preferred playlist of my top five One Direction songs. <laughs> One Direction is a huge part of your, I wouldn't say your personality, but of your music taste <laughs> yeah. at least. Anyway. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and I think as well, um, this year being the 10th anniversary and seeing sort of how much excitement and even though it was a bit mm. of a letdown, but how much like, excitement and build up there was around that milestone. Um, yeah. I think it sort of talks about their legacy and um, that kind of thing will be will be everlasting. Oh, good pick. <laughs> Thank you. A mutual love. Yes. The old one day. Mm. 
Well, I'm going to go into my next band that I've picked, which, oh, you know what, Westlife are, are very much on par with NSYNC, so it's hard to differentiate <laughs> tied, between tied the two. Tied for first place. Yeah, kind of hard, because they're very different boy bands, I think, as well. So, yeah, my second one is Westlife, who formed in 1998, disbanded in 2012, and then reunited in 2018 so they've had quite the journey you know throughout their career a 20-year career i guess wow yeah some of these more now some of these boy bands have been around for a long time like the backstreet boys because they're one backstreet boys is one that's reunited as well but they yeah they've they were established the year before we were born you know with westlife they're an irish band so you know a little bit different to (laughs) i've got an American band, an Irish band, and an English band <laughs> yeah. on my list. So you know, these are the markets that we were um, that we were presented really as kids, and 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 still now really. In I mean, it's more universal now with streaming, but what we got sort of in terms of music was those three big markets, I would say, which was probably prominent in our first episode with our childhood songs. Yes, but Westlife, they're a little bit different in the fact that. They don't really do... I mean, they do a little bit of dancing, so they don't really fit into that, you know, super generic... Well, it's, I mean... It's very much like dad dancing, yes. you know what I mean? Or like, like as, step. as One Direction did, just standing in particular well, spots yeah. on stage at various well, points in Westlife time. Well, Westlife had a little bit more sophistication, I would say, <laughs> than One Direction running around the stage. Yeah. But yeah, so they formed in 98, there was four members, and those four members are still the original lineup. Oh, actually, no, they're not because Brian McFadden. I, I always about forget to about say- Brian. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Is Westlife the one that Brian McFadden yeah. is in, and is he still oh my in God. it? But the, you've just answered my question. He jumped. Early, he jumped ship very early. Yeah. Brian to come and be um, a judge on X Factor. That is X-Factor so funny. I always forget about him. Because he's not memorable. You know what? If you're going to leave Westlife, sorry, you're done. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the four members that remain, which were a part of the original lineup, minus Brian McFadden, <laughs> um, was Shane, Nikki, Marcus and Kean. Yeah. And what's interesting to me is that Westlife is considered, you know, one of the longest running bands, even though they did disband. Mm-hmm. But because 2012 to 98 is quite a achievement you know for a for a band like that Mm -hmm. and they did 11 albums that's a lot of albums and counting like because they bought out spectrum two years ago so the couple of albums that i wanted to note was coast to coast which had um my love and when you're looking at me like that which is one of my favorite songs not the song i picked um (laughs) but the album that i did pick my favorite song from was face to face which had that cover of um, you raise me up. Yes, I do remember. I remember that. Um, but my favorite song is amazing. We could be more than just amazing. Yeah, kind of came a little bit later because Face to Face came out in 2005, so they were well established from um, World of Our Own, which was their second album, I think. Mm-hmm. And that had Uptown Girl on it. So that was like uh, my introduction yes. to Westlife, yep. um, which came out in 2001. And another cover as well. Yeah, another cover. A lot of a lot of Westlife's bigger songs are covers. Mm-hmm. So they've kind of had a bit of a mixed career of, you know, covers and original music. But I think they're most well-known probably for Uptown Girl. Would you say? I would, someone, I would say so. 
as someone who is would not call themselves a Westlife fan, when I think of Westlife, I think of that cover. Also, I want to say, and this will apply to many songs we discuss in this podcast across episodes, but I want to say Uptown Girl by Westlife was definitely on an early version of Sing Star. Yeah, it was. Um, and that was where I became most familiar with it at various yeah. birthday parties. <laughs> um, Uptown Girl was actually on a so, fresh, a so Fresh Hits of Spring in 2001, right? And this album had Bootylicious on it. <laughs> Yes. Don't Stop Moving by S Club. Oh. So I was like, Uptown Girl had to be on a So Fresh. I remember listening to it all the time, but by itself. But yeah, I think Westlife have so many great songs. World of Our Own is a really a big one from them. Because Amazing is probably not a song that people would know. <laughs> you keep picking obscure Maybe. like album tracks. <laughs> well, it's hard. It's hard for me because when you're so... You're in so deep with these songs. Like, Act My Age, the reason you pick that is because you love One Direction and you actually yeah. know the discography, so... Exactly. But yeah, I know, it's it's hard. And that's why I sort of wanted to reference Uptown Girl <laughs> as being, like, their big song. Yeah. Um, my favourite member when I was younger was Nikki, but more, recent, well, <laughs> more recently, but later on in my discovery of Westlife, Shane <laughs> right. became my favourite. He's the lead vocalist, really, when you think about it. Shane and Marcus really do it is. most of the verses. Yeah, it is. It is interesting to think about sort of the positioning of vocalists in bands, yeah. right? Because when you look at, you know, like, for example, say like a Take That, where yeah. it is very much the Gary Barlow show yeah. um, and yeah. always has been and still even to this day probably still is very much the Gary Barlow show when they perform together, um, like a lead yeah. vocalist with backing vocalists that occasionally get to do a line or two. And definitely, I think that might be why Brian McFadden <laughs> left too. Well, this is definitely really why backups. This is why Robbie left. Take that for sure. Well, that's right, and I think most of the time that's the reason. When I think of Westlife, I don't really think of their their new stuff, but I listen to um, Spectrum, which came out a couple of years ago, and it's such a good album. They've gone back to the original Westlife, you know. That's awesome. Which people would look at like, oh, going back in time, like, ugh, lame. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good because boy bands are very different now, you know. When we're thinking about K-pop and this, these big sensations that are yeah. coming out of that market, and you know, so when you think of Westlife currently, you think how would they fit into this into this world now? But you know, they announced a tour in England. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to play Wembley, but thank you Corona for <laughs> ruining that. But yeah, so that's my se- that's my second pick. They're my they're my second favorite boy band. Okay, so my next two picks. I mean, as I said before, One Direction are kind of the ultimate boy band for me. So going for an Australian entry. Uh, so human Yay. human nature. I think probably the only boy band boy band we really have well i have an honorable mention that's australian but it was more of a one-hit wonder but yeah yeah as to, in terms of like a, a a really consistent yeah boy band i i don't consider human nature now to be a boy band but the song <laughs> because they're they're grown up and they have a show in vegas <laughs> well immediately as soon as you say it i always think of that i'll be there yeah <laughs> yeah yeah they, they did like a whole a whole Motown sort of thing. But they're definitely, you know, they've got that vocal group thing. They've got the harmonies going on. I think one of their earliest songs was a duet with John Farnham. So you can't get much more Australian than that. Um, so Every Time You Cry is a song. Oh my God. <laughs> 
So I have it um, on a CD in my car. It's actually on a cover song CD, but it's not. A, I don't. It might be a cover. Oh. But it, is it an original song by? It's an original by John Farnham, right? Yeah, but then he released it with Human Nature, so I don't know if that's so the that's, official. Then they, he considers it a cover. Then I don't. With I human... don't know. That's weird. I do love that song. Um, it's beautiful vocally. It's kind of, you know, it's oh, fun. Um, when we talk about, you know, a boy band and choreography and being, you know, dramatic and marketable, He Don't Love You is... Yeah, that's the song. I, I hope yeah. you can edit it in here. Um, there's like dramatic camera angles, there's blonde tips. I'm pretty sure like multiple band members are wearing like cut off like singlet tops. Yeah. Um, so that's why Human Nature are number two on my list. Um, favorite members, definitely Toby, mostly because he was on Dancing with the Stars once and he did really well and I loved yeah. it. And then also because he had an eyebrow piercing. That's kind of the two the two main reasons that Toby's my favourite. The other band members are, there's like two of the band members that are brothers and then they're yeah. also married to sisters. What? Which is a bit weird. Like it's one of those things that's like, it's not like, you know, illegal or problematic or anything, oh, no. but it's just like a bit, a bit strange. And now they, I'm pretty sure, I don't know what's happening at the moment because of, you know, Corona, but they have yeah. had a show in Vegas for years um, and they're yeah. kind of, you know, they're in the Hall of Fame, as you mentioned, so they're kind of uh, a, a true icon of Australian music. But yeah, should I go now? I think so. Yeah. Last one yeah, of cool. your top three. So this is my third and final boy band of my top three, uh, and I've picked Blue, who are an English band uh, formed in two thousand, and then they disbanded in two thousand and five. And had a massive break after that. Like, they did basically nothing. <laughs> no, no, don't I'm say sure that. they did various <laughs> they things. They disappeared from the music scene. I should say that again. That's really bad. I shouldn't. Yeah, that's okay. horrible. They formed in 2000 and then they disbanded in 2005. So between then, they released uh, five albums. Mm-hmm. Or no, three albums and two albums after they reunited in 2011. Which is interesting because, you know, a lot of these bands reunite eventually. We can only hope for One Direction. Yeah. It's a, it's a hope that we're clinging Still to. Still manifesting um, on a daily basis. They have, like, a, a whole new era yeah. that comes with that reunion. So, But what I'm going to talk about really is All Rise, which is the song I picked. Absolute banger. Um, which came out in 2001 and it was a UK number one album that whole album and that song I just I remember hearing I got it on a single it was just and I played it over and over and over to the point where it was becoming a bit obnoxious for my parents to have to listen to Um, (laughs) your dad was ready to confiscate the CD yeah probably I I mean I'm sure it was because I I would play it all the time but Blue as a band they had four members and those four members are still the current members which is always fun I love an original lineup Mm -hmm. so we had Lee Simon Duncan and Anthony I mean my favourite member was Lee, but I think that was because in the song All Rise, he again does my favourite parts of the song. You know, he comes in as that second, like in the verse, but yeah. the second part of the verse, you know, also had incredible hooks. Was it's very important for, to me. Forgive my ignorance, but was Lee the blonde one? In yeah, blue? He's the yeah, blonde okay, one. cool. Again, going back to the beautiful stereotypes <laughs> that have been thrust upon the boy bands Indeed. that we loved. But so much bleach involved <laughs> yeah. in the boy band genre. Yeah. But I think All Rise as well, like that song has a rap verse in it, yeah. which is something that 
I don't you don't typically get unless you're getting like a featured artist maybe on on the um on the song but and the harmonies in that song are really great the music video is pretty average actually I just rewatched it and it's just them in like a dimly lit warehouse yeah like an abandoned co- car it's coordinated outfit so you can't okay. You can't be too angry no. about it. Um, but it's interesting because they reunited in 2011 to do Eurovision. Oh. Yeah, that was the English representative for Eurovision. Wow. And then obviously they went on and did the big reunion, which we've spoken about in 2013. Yes. With bands like Five, Atomic Kitten, Bewitched, Liberty oh, X. So great. Um, all these amazing English bands. I mean, that's our childhood right Yeah, now. <laughs> I love that. Really. We really, we, we did love that big reunion show and the concert. We did, was, and it's so, it's so nice, because Blue, I really do associate with being a kid. 2001, you know, like we talked about in that first episode. Really important time, our formative years, so. Yes. Yeah, Blue, to round out my top three. All excellent choices. Um, My final choice for my top three, you know, speaking of Blue, is a very similar band in five. I've gone with Everybody Get Up. different to the one I chose um, in the childhood. Childhood top five, um, also a banger, also a dance floor filler. One of my favourite music videos of all time. Yes. As well, if I recall, in the school. (laughs) It's also the one that I'm pretty sure is like, you know, samples um, I Love Rock and Roll by Joan (laughs) Jett. So it's a banger. Also, I think, you know, probably around a similar time, maybe a bit earlier, maybe a bit later, Britney Spears released her version to accompany the Crossroads version. There's a whole like cultural thing going on there. But yeah, I do have many fond childhood memories of Five, but as I've written in the show notes here, I could not name a member of Five if you (laughs) paid me. (laughs) So yeah, I I'm couldn't either. Sorry if there's actually. any members of Five listening. I should have, you know, had a cheeky Google before the show, but I didn't. For me, in this instance, it is literally all about the music. There's no shallow like That's so favorite great. member sort of bias going on here. It's just all about you know, the music for five slash six year old Cara listening to five. But yes, yeah, so that's the end of my top three. Sorry if anyone from five is listening and is offended that I don't know your names, but you really love the music. We love the music. So we're all, in, we're just all in on the music. <laughs> exactly. So. Well, there's both of our top threes. I think we'll quickly yeah. go through some honorable mentions as well before we do our, our hall of fame. Yeah, go for it. All right. So my three honorable mentions, again, we've got two UK groups and then, an American group so speaking of Gary Barlow before I've gone for Take That and Back For Good a classic boy band song again the harmonies that I love watching live performances of things like this there's actually a version um, where Gary because Gary Barlow performs this song by himself all the time uh, on on various TV shows because it is essentially almost just a Gary Barlow song Um, yeah so that's that's my first honorable mention my second one is JLS with she makes me wanna absolute absolute banger there is also and I would highly encourage you to check this out if you haven't seen it already and you're a fan of One Direction, but there's an amazing X Factor performance from like 2012 or 13 where it's a mashup of JLS doing She Makes Me Wanna and One Direction doing That's What Makes Makes You Beautiful and they're performing (laughs) and they're like singing each other's parts and there's like a dance-off and it's just really, really cool. Um, But also I love JLS and they have an incredible harmonies. Um, there's also a video that exists of JLS singing uh, Back for Good with Gary Barlow. So, Yeah, my memory of JLS is in that they were in 
grand final. They didn't win it though, did they? No, I don't think so. But they they were in the final and they did a duet with Westlife. Amazing. Um, um and then my final honorable mention is the Backstreet Boys, uh, with the yeah. one, which is my favourite song. Um yeah, song. just it's a great song. I love the Backstreet Boys. They were iconic. They still are iconic. They're still together. They're still, yeah. you know, releasing music and doing stuff. Um, choreography, yeah. outfits, blonde tips, all there. But the one is my favourite Backstreet Boys songs. What uh, honourable mentions do you have? Yeah, well, my first honourable mention is also the Backstreet Boys. Ah. Yeah, a bit of BSB, you know, can't go wrong. <laughs> um, the song that I picked was That's The Way I Like It. I was tossing up between a couple of even the latest stuff, actually, from Backstreet Boys, but... I went with that because that 97 album, Backstreet's Back, was a staple in my uh, pink Sony <laughs> CD player. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Backstreet Boys were my first boy band. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the ones that sort of introduced me to all this this world of boy bands. So very appreciative of Backstreet Boys and what they've done. Um, had tickets to see Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Thanks, Corona. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, one of the many things that have been taken away from us. Um, it's all right. I'm sure hopefully they'll come back next year. Yeah, they're coming back next year. So fingers crossed. My second honourable mention is Blackstreet, which is another like a American mm-hmm. vocal group. People probably know them for No Diggity, mm, maybe. Yes, yes. Um, but the song I've picked is Don't Leave Me, which was off that same album, uh, Another Level, that came out in 96. So... Don't Leave Me was the song that I picked. It's just the harmonies in that song and the individual, you know, solos that all combined and blended to make that song was just, I mean, I describe it as groovy, <laughs> which is, <laughs> makes me sound old, but I just, it's a really good, it's a really great song. Nah, I love that. Um, Bring back groovy. Yeah. Let's, let's say groovy, Bring back groovy, Let's right? say groovy more in our day-to-day <laughs> vocab. I love it. Um, and then my final song is the Australian band Mercury 4. Um, and they came out with a song called Five Years From Now. And that was in 2004. Oh my God, I remember them. I'm just having flashbacks now. I've been staring at this name. This has been in our show notes for like days and I haven't even thought about it. But yeah. now that you've said it, I fully yeah. remember. Oh my God. Oh yeah. This I mean, has unlocked it's... a whole memory block for me. <laughs> Great. And that's what we're doing this for, you know, like there's going to be bands on here that people haven't heard of, especially if they're not, you know, maybe from Australia or from where these, you know, bands are from. But um, yeah, Mercury 4, they only had one album. Yeah. Um, But, you know, that song, and that was really the song off it that hit the big time here. Um, But I think also the music video for it, because it was set in an Australia, like an Aussie high school on the last day of high school, like Mm -hmm. what we call a muck up day. Celebration um, day. That, yeah, it's that whole thing of like, oh, where's everyone gonna everyone gonna be in five years, you know? And then they have like that five year reunion, which is totally not long enough. Yeah, like five years is too short of a time <laughs> <laughs> to have a reunion. Um, but yeah, everyone seems to be stoked, even though you know they seem like they haven't changed at all yeah. in those five years in the music video. But it was a it's a really good video, really great song. So yeah, that's my they're my honorable mentions. 
Yeah, I mean, it's going to come as no surprise to anyone listening to this, but I think the main band, I mean, beyond a handful of others, but the main uh, boy band that we have a shared love for and is our entry in the Hall of Fame today is One Direction. Uh, my my favourite boy band, one of my favourite bands of all time. But I also love that One Direction was one of the first bands that um, sort of early on in our friendship that we both loved or fell in love with yeah. kind of at the same time and got to explore new music and listen together and go see them live together and that kind of thing. I think that's yeah. part of one of the things that makes One Direction so special to me and I love them a lot. What would you like to say about One Direction, Caitlin? Yeah, no, well, that, I mean, they're just, because they are our modern example of a boy band, having that kind of recent impact on the music industry and overtaking so many other boy bands that were like them, you know, and and really shooting to the top of that list. And playing stadiums um, and, like, just doing incredible things like yeah well, we saw them in two very different environments like our second show was a stadium show yeah and to see that them on a stage like that in such a massive space it kind of really solidified to us this group is huge yeah it doesn't get much bigger than that no. you know i've only ever been to like three stadium shows so, you know, and One Direction being one of those yeah. is just crazy to me because although they seem so massive, I think the love that we had for them seemed kind of isolated, you know, in our friendship and you forget how big these bands are yes. when you step back from them and go, holy crap, they are huge. Yeah, and we want to put them yeah. in our Hall of Fame, so that's where they've ended up with today. You guys should let us know who your favourite boy bands are, were, Give us any recommendations. Are there any, like, notable omissions that we've missed from the list? I'm sure there are. So let us know. Um, you can follow us over on Instagram at shoutoutoldme. I think we'll probably maybe release, like, a shareable little fun thing where you can put up your ultimate boy band playlist or something like that, maybe. We'll yeah, see. we may even do, like, a, you know, a boy band versus boy band. Ooh, maybe something like that. Maybe we'll do some polls, do a bit of voting. Polls, that's what they're, that's what they're called, yeah. polls. That could be fun. But go follow us on there because we, you know, we really want to hear from everyone. You can also follow us on Spotify and I think it's uh, subscribe, rate and review us over on Apple Podcasts. Share the podcast with any friends if you reckon that they'll enjoy it. Otherwise, thank you for listening and we'll be back soon. See you soon, guys.